Hello everybody, welcome to Scratch the Surface Podcast. I am Real Pestaño. If you're new here, this is the space where we zoom in on the Bible and have a great time. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Scratch the Surface. We are now in episode 10, the Book of Romans series. So, merong sikat na columnist and media celebrity na si Esther Lederer or kilalang Ann Landers. Noong 1978 sa World Almanac, she was known as the most influential women in the United States of America. And she releases a statement that caught my attention. So itong sabi niya. Sabi niya, one of the most painful, self-mutilating, time and energy consuming exercises in the human experience is guilt. It can ruin your day, your week, or your life if you let it. It turns up like a bad penny when you do something dishonest. Hurtful, tacky, selfish, and rotten. Never mind that. It was the result of ignorance, stupidity, laziness, thoughtlessness, weak flesh, or clay feet. You did wrong and the guilt is killing you. Too bad, be assured, the agony you feel is normal. Remember, guilt is a pollutant and we don't need any more of it in the world. You hear that? Sabi niya, guilt is a pollutant. Is guilt really a pollutant? Now, let's take a look on what the Bible says about conscience. Let's scratch the surface. First, let me read Romans chapter 2, verse 12. For as many have seen without law shall also perish without law, and as many as have seen in the law shall be judged by the law. For not the hearers of the law are just before God, but the doers of the law shall be justified. For when the Gentiles, which have not the law, do by nature the things contained in the law, these having not the law are a law unto themselves, which through the work of the, of the law, written in their hearts, their conscience also bearing witness, and their thoughts the mean while accusing or else excusing one another. In the day when God shall judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ according to my gospel." Now, I understand that we are living in a time that looks at conscience as a bad thing. The world wants us to be guilt-free. The world wants to be guilt-free. And this is one of the reasons a lot of people wants to get rid of God because they want to do what they want to do. They want to do what makes them feel good, what makes them feel happy without feeling guilty about it. So to them, conscience robs their self-esteem. To them, conscience is a defect or disorder. So bilang isang Christians, mga kapatid, it's important na malaman natin ano ba ang sabi ng Bible patungkol po sa conscience. Now, let's study the word first. The word conscience is a combination of the Latin word sin, which means to know, and con means together. It is co-knowledge, a knowledge together with oneself. In Hebrew, it is called leb, which actually means heart, because they believe that conscience is so much at the core of the heart and the soul. Ang conscience is something na hindi perfectly ma-explain ng science. How come na ang tao ay nakakaramdam ng conscience? Now, nilikha ng Diyos ang tao 
with a thought process kung ano ang tama, ang tama at mali. Okay? In-instill na yan ng Diyos. Dineposit yan ng Diyos. At sumisigaw yun sa loob mo once you violate it, right? So this is the reason why ang tao po ay apex ng creation ng Diyos compare sa animals at sa mga flowers at sa ibang creatures, they only functions by their instincts. Pero ang tao ay merong tinatawag na ability to determine kung ano ang moral at ano ang immoral. Kung ano ang tama at kung ano ang mali. Ano ang best illustration nito? Ang mga bata. Ang mga bata kahit hindi pa nila alam kung ano ang tama at mali, once nasabihan mo yung isang baby or toddler na, hala ka, bakit mo nagawa yan? Hala, they feel that fear or tinatawag na conscience. Because God created humans with the ability to make moral self-evaluations. That is the functions of that is the function of conscience. Kahit yung pinakamasamang tao pa na na pagano, mga kapatid, ay meron pong nararamdaman na conscience. Kahit hindi mo na kailangan maging Christian para makaramdam ng conscience. Hindi mo kailangan maglingkod kay Jesus Christ para makaramdam ng conscience. Meron nang nilika ang Diyos atin na ability to determine or to distinguish what is right and what is wrong. So Genesis 42 verse 21, yung mga kapatid ni Joseph naramdaman yung conscience. Sa Exodus 9:27, uh, the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh. Ibig sabihin the Lord numb his conscience. Psalms 40 verse 12, naramdaman ng psalmist ang pain, ng feeling ng pagiging guilty. Daniel 5 verse 6, si Belshazzar, hindi po siya naglilingkod sa Diyos, pero siya rin ay nakaramdam ng conscience. John chapter 8 verse 9, yung mga scribes and Pharisees, nung gusto nilang mag-stone to death doon sa women caught in adultery, sabi ni Jesus Christ, sino sa inyong di nagkasala, siya ang unang magtapon ng bato. And the Bible says, they were convicted by their conscience. So conscience is something that is above intellect, conscience, conscience is something that is above reason. Now, in Romans 2, verse 12, the Bible says, For as many have sinned without law shall also perish without law, and as many as have sinned in the law shall be judged by the law. Ibig sabihin, righteous na judge ang Diyos. Kung ikaw, mga kapatid, ay nasa panahon na walang law, of course, God will judge you not based from the law, but God will judge you righteously even without the law. So, uh, this is talking about pre-Christ. No? Hindi pa dumadating si Christ. Uh, paano ba i-judge ng Panginoon ng Gentiles knowing na ignorant sila sa Mosaic Law compared sa mga Hudyo na alam ang Law of Moses, paano i-judge ni Lord ang mga Gentiles nung wala pa si Christ, this is pre-Christ, this is before the New Testament, bago pa dumating si Jesus Christ, paano i-judge ni Lord ang mga Gentiles doon? Verse 13, for not the haters of the law are just before God, but the doers of the law shall be justified. So, ang mga Hudyo, may mga Hudyo na kampante sila, iniisip nila, okay, we have the law, so we are saved. Uh, the, God has given us the law of Moses, so meron na kaming guarantee 
na kami ay ligtas. Pero sabi ni Paul, hindi. Sabi ni Paul, it's not about those who hear the law. It's, it's about those who obey the law. Okay, having the law does not make you safe. It doesn't save you. But it's the doing of it. But here's the problem. Sa standard ng Diyos, nobody was able to perfectly obey the law. God will judge people not because they have the law or they do not have the law. That's not the way God will judge. God is righteous judge. But God will judge them because they have sinned. Yun lang po yun. Hindi po dahil may law ito at siya ay wala. Ang judgment ng Diyos, sinong nagkasala sa Kanya? So, kasalanan saan? Verse 14, For when the Gentiles which have not the law do by nature the things contained in the law, these having not the law are a law unto themselves. Yes, ang Gentiles ay wala pong copy ng law ni Moses, pero ang Gentiles ay binigyan ng Diyos na tinatawag na law written in their hearts. Ano yun? Yun po yung tinatawag na conscience. Okay? For when the Gentiles which have not the law do by the nature the things contained in the law, having not the law, are a law unto themselves. And the law in their hearts is not enough to justify them. Meron tinatawag dito na yung unwritten law. Yes, wala man silang copy ng law ni Moses, pero yung kung anong meron sa law ni Moses, inilagay na yun ng Diyos sa puso ng mga tao at ang tinatawag po doon ay yung conscience. Now, klaruhin lang natin, nung sinabi dito, they are a law unto themselves, it does not imply na sila po ang gumawa ng law at sila po ang masusunod. But they were obedient to the law residing in themselves. Verse 15, which should the work of the law written in their hearts, ano yung law na yon? Their conscience bearing witness and their thoughts the meanwhile accusing or else excusing one another. So ang mga tao, pre-Christ, okay, before Christ, ang mga tao na hindi nakarinig patungkol sa Diyos who have not heard the word of God, they were given by God na tinatawag na moral compass that they will be accountable to. At yun ang tinatawag na conscience. Hindi man nila nakilala si Moses at yung law ni Moses, pero may inilagay ang Diyos sa kanilang puso na tinatawag po na unwritten law, but the law was written in their hearts. Unwritten in external copy, not in stone, but in their hearts. But here's the bad news. Fortunately, everyone violated that conscience. Before Christ, Gentiles will be judged based on their conscience while the Jews will be judged by their obedience to the law. Here's the news. News flash. Both of them failed. <laughs> Gentiles failed. The Jews failed. Ang Gentiles, they failed to obey the unwritten law. Ang Jews, they failed the written law. Both of them failed. So ito ang nangyari. Dahil sa kasalanan, dahil sa rebellion ng tao, ang tao ay paulit-ulit na binaviolate ang kanyang conscience. Now hear me, listen to me, brothers and sisters. If you 
are constantly shutting down conscience into your being, you are losing something that was designed to protect you. Try mo. Unang paggawa ng kasalanan, nakukonsensya ka pa. Pangalawa, nakukonsensya ka pa. Pangatlo, hindi na masyado. Pangapat, medyo hindi ka na nag-guilty. Hanggat sa paulit-ulit mo, yung conscience mo ay dahan-dahan nagbabanish. Para kang isang leper na nawala na po ng pakiramdam. Alam mo ang leper, isa sa gift na gusto lang ma-experience ay yung pain. Dahil pag walang pain, ibig sabihin sila ay patay. So the reason why nakakaramdam, nakakaramdam ka ng conscience, dahil buhay ka pa. Pero pag nilalabanan mo yung konsensya na yan, unti-unti po yung maglalaho in thin air. Why do, ha- why do we have these psychopaths? Why do we have these serial killers? Why do we have these pathological liars? Why? They desensitize, desensitize sorry, they, they desensitize their conscience. They numb their conscience. Ang conscience ay human faculty na nilagay ng Diyos to judge your thoughts and action. But because of sin, whether in ancient time or modern time, humans always numb that conscience until conscience vanishes like a puff of smoke. So if hindi ka magiging careful, when you violate conscience, it will condemn you. It will trigger feelings of shame, regrets, disgrace, and fear. In fact, ang conscience, pag hindi ka mag-iingat, ibibiyag ka niyan sa isang bagay na pinalaya ka na ng Diyos. Yan ang mangyayari pag polluted yung conscience na meron ka, hindi ka pakakawalan yan. Anong gagawin niya? Iko-condemn ka niya. So ano ang dapat nating gawin sa ating conscience? First, let the Word of God inform your conscience. Soak your mind and heart to the Word of God. Why? Dahil kahit may conscience ka, it's not perfect. Your conscience should be in harmony with the Word of God. 1 Corinthians 8.7 Howbeit there is not in every man that knowledge, for some with conscience of the idol to disar it, it as a thing offered unto an idol, and their conscience being weak is defiled. Without the Word of God, your conscience will be weak and defiled. Titus 1.15 Unto the pure, all things are pure, but unto them that are defiled and unbelieving is nothing pure. But even their mind and conscience is defiled. So anong dapat natin gawin? We should cultivate a healthy and pure conscience based solely on the Word of God. 1 Timothy 3.9 Holding the mystery of the faith in a pure conscience. Yan ang gusto natin. Pure conscience. And the only way to have that pure conscience is to cultivate our mind and our hearts into the Word of God. Without pure conscience, we will have condemning conscience that will drive us away to come to God. 1 John 3.20 For if our heart condemn us, that's the conscience, for if our heart condemn us, God is greater than our heart and knoweth all things. 
So conscience is a foe when you are not in Christ. Pag wala ka sa Panginoon, kaaway mo ang conscience. Pero pag nasa Panginoon ka, friend mo ang conscience. Actually, ang conscience, it's an asset for your spiritual growth. Conscience guards you. Conscience shields you. Conscience protects you. We know as a Christians na pag tayo ay nakikristo, na intensify pa yung konsensya natin. Because that conscience is designed to protect us from moral depravity or tinatawag na reprobation. So as Christians, we must take a stand, we reject the worldly philosophies that contradicts the Word of God. And we nurture our mind with the Word of God so that we cultivate pure conscience. That's what the Bible says in Romans chapter 2, verse 12 to verse 16. Because in the day, verse 16, in the day when God shall judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ, God will judge us, those in the time of conscience and those that have the law, all of us, ancient time or modern time, God will judge us. When Paul says, according to my gospel, Paul was not saying that he is the author of another gospel. Pero ang ibig sabihin ni Paul, this gospel was so personal to him that he was saying, mga patid, na he was so personal to him, he, he was saying, na pakinggan niyo yung gospel na aking ipinapangaral. This is my gospel, the gospel that I preach. He didn't own the gospel, but he was referring to the gospel that he was preaching. So, Christians, brothers and sisters, let us cultivate our mind and our hearts in the Word of God so that we might have a pure conscience in the eyes of God. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you, Lord, that until now, we still feel guilty of our sins. It is a positive indicator that you are speaking to us, that you are convicting us to turn away to the things that we must turn away, to the things that is not pleasing to your eyes, to your sight. Lord, I pray na ang bawat isa Panginoon ay magkaroon ng healthy perspective sa conscience, na ang conscience ay hindi namin kaaway, kailangan lang namin to submit sa iyong mga salita so that we may have a pure and healthy conscience. We give you the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening, friends and buddies. Please like and follow our Facebook page and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Scratch the Surface. Bye!